Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the All Kings Podcast. I am your host, Corbin, with my co-host, Tate. And today we have on the CTO of Casino Coin, Mr. Daniel. And sorry, we didn't catch your last name. Uh, it, it's Keller. So Keller. quite okay. unusual. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no worries. So tell us a little bit about Casino Coin and all the cool stuff you guys got going on. So Casino Coin is uh, one of the oldest active um, XRPL tokens. Um, it's designed for the regulated um, gambling industry, works as a deposit method. So the idea is um, that we have a product that's called the Casino Coin Lobby. Um, you onboard by doing KYC. Um, after successful KYC, you are greeted with a, um, a list of casinos that accept Casino Coin. You can then easily sign up with them and use Casino Coin as a deposit method into the casino we're also exploring um bringing real gambling experience into the metaverse um what i mean by that it's not like um you might have seen what decentraland or others are doing where you have games ported into the into the metaverse which are then mostly kind of shitty um like it's easy to do a roulette table, right? Or um, a simple slot. Well, we're talking about bringing well-known games into the metaverse. So you, let's say, Doghouse from Pragmatic, right? Um, we figured a way of easy integration to do this. Um, we have a couple of partners. Junkies was one of them. Um, the proof of concept for that is done. I'm sure I'm allowed to say that. So... Um, <laughs> We're waiting for a test phase on that, and we're pretty excited about it. I'm very excited about it, because I've yeah. been with Junkies for a very long time now, and just to see the whole entire progress from the beginning of the roadmap to now where they are now, it's just been great to see everything that they've yeah. accomplished. Um, it's really nice. So what I've seen so far, um, so far is, is really great. Um, I think when we Jack established a contact, then we had a couple of conversations, and the idea of of um, connecting all the stuff together, I think just it wasn't really planned, but it just came up. So like, hey, can we do something together? How do we get something into the metaverse? Uh, this sounds um, awful complicated, and we were like, yeah, actually, we're ready. Here's how you do it. Just just build something so we know you can handle that and then let's take it from here and i think it took them like two or three days to get stuff sorted because it's not that complicated yeah. um so yeah i'm i'm keen on um testing this out because i've seen it, it's working uh, i just haven't tested it myself so um and this could be quite nice this will be like the first <laughs> test run with implementation with another project correct or have you worked with others um, in the past? Yeah, we have worked with some with another partner who had a um, proof of concept working. Like it was a showcase, not really that nice. So the the graphics and the design haven't been as as good as what Junkies has delivered. Um, so it's it's technically the second one, but the speed on how Junkies is dealing with that is very impressive. Quite fast. Guys know what they're doing. Um, it's literally no work from our end. Um, it's just connecting the dots, as everyone loves to say. And that makes everything great. If you want to learn yeah. more about yeah. the junkies, 
just go watch our podcast. It was about, I think, like pop, podcast like 15 or something like that for anybody who's watching right now to learn more. Yep. But let's get into the good stuff. Obviously, you did not create the initial idea for Casino Coin from what you told us before this. How did you onboard with Casino Coin, though, and get the opportunity to be a part of the team? Yeah, so um, quick history rundown. Casino Coin was originally created in 2013 by an anonymous guy by the name Transcoder. Um, was a Litecoin fork. Um, people did that a lot around um, that time. Um, the guy went missing, I think, after six months. Community was taking it over. Andre, our lead developer, was, was part of the community Um Kept the mining pool running, did a bit of, of, of fixing for the software part uh, side of things. And then around 2016, 17, I've been approached by a couple of people I, I knew. Um, and they wanted to take this further because the brand name is obviously quite good. Right? Self-explanation, self-explanatory explains itself, right? So Casino Corn, that's the, the name is the game. Um. They created an entity in Malta, the foundation and an operating company. Um, by that time, um, there was a coin swap from the Litecoin fork to a, our own version of, um, of the XRPL, was a software fork. Um, and the idea was we're targeting tier one gaming. That means only jurisdiction um, like um, Malta, UK, out of man, so everything that has the highest possible um, license requirements. I think that was uh, a bit early, right? Blockchain wasn't so mainstream as it is today. Uh, didn't really go anywhere. By the end of 2020, the entities went broke, so there was no more funding. A um, couple of the old people left, and some from the team were, were left behind. So um, was working with Matt back in the day um, and we were like, well, is there any chance to fix this? So we reached out to people we knew, a um, couple of people from the XRPLF, um, had a lot of conversations with Pizza, and They all were like, well, you guys know a lot about the XRPL because you are running your own software fork. Um, you should think about um, issuing a token on the XRPL and take it from there. Um, around that time, we had this transitioning, the transition from IOU, calling it IOUs to tokens, right? because new, no one would actually know what an IOU is. Um, we're pretty much one of the oldest active tokens. I say this, um, I, I often say we're one of the oldest tokens. Um, by the time there had been like 4,000 tokens on, on the ledger already, but most of them were just for playing around. So no one did um, pretty much. Um, Solo might be one of the exemptions because they, they existed already. Um, so we kind of kicked off the token craze because we were telling everyone how easy that is and how good the process is and everyone should do this as well. And so people did. Um, and here we are in 22 with a nice token ecosystem. A beautiful token so, ecosystem. Um, yeah. yeah. That's that's pretty much the, the very quick version on on how this happened because I'm telling that story a lot. So 
Yeah, sure. Yeah. No worries, man. So what are some potential benefits for casino operators and end users at the end of the day? Because obviously you're harnessing the power of the XRPL, which is, you know, three second uh, transaction time, seamless reliability. Uh, what are there? What are some other benefits that casino coin can offer? Yeah. So besides the usual stuff that um, people always say, like, oh, it's fast, it's cheap. Um, there are no chargebacks. Um, the the biggest sales pitch we always bring is um, we have a very dedicated community. Um, the target audience we bring is um, KYC funded, interested in gambling, right? So they're ready to roll. Um, of course, you could gamble with other tokens as well, which is kind of big um, already. But for an operator, the benefit is we're bringing you a bunch of people that are really into this. So it's a target audience we talk about. And that's that's um, the biggest sales pitch. So it's not like, oh, you're spending a lot of money and you're sending out like 10,000 emails and then 1,000 people open that up and then 100 look at your site and one signs up and, and hopefully deposits. Right. So um, the biggest advantage besides the tech stuff. Right, because I, I I think I don't have to explain how good the tech is again, because everyone um is already crypto savvy, so we all know um it's the it's the combination of the community we bring. Um we're working on making sure we're compliant all the time. So everyone who is utilizing our products has to do KYC. Um we implement stuff like geofencing. So if you're an operator from a specific market and you don't want to um, have customers from the US, for example, which is the biggest problem all the time, um, we're going to make sure we're not sending you people from the US. Nice. Really, really cool stuff. Yeah. And I love the fact that you guys are based outside of the United States. Because that yeah. will help a lot. Obviously, with the United Kingdom right now, they are uh, already looking at regulating cryptocurrencies. And that's a big step forward in the right direction. Yeah. I mean, um, while the U.S. is just a market with around 400 million people around, right? Give or take. Roughly. Um, the U.S. is causing a lot of problems. On a, on, a, on a global level, just just from a regulatory, right? No, no political puns or something. It's just like the way this is being handled for whatever reason is bad. And I don't think that the US is a or should be a global leader when it comes to the regulation of crypto based on I, what we've seen in, in, in the past years. I so, agree. Um, one of the issues we're dealing with is... Um, the state's not being able to regulate crypto in a in a decent form. It's one issue. And then the other issue is um, the United States not being able to regulate gambling in a, in a decent form, right? Which which is another problem. So we're having these this two issues. So 40% uh, of people that we onboarded are from the states. So one of the things we're looking for desperately is to offer those people um, something to do in form of allowing them to utilize the products and um, enjoy some games in, in a legal way, because that's a conversation we're having a lot. It's like, Oh, why don't you look at all these other blockchain projects? They, they have this provably fair on chain game, right? Like a dice game. Why don't you offer this? And the answer is pretty easy. Um, 
I love not being in jail. So um, you might fly under the radar by offering something like this and it might not become a problem, but you never know. Um, someone could go mental overnight and just, you, you issue a game, right? It's like dice or whatever. It's on the chain. It's probably fair. Someone goes mental overnight and pushes like a couple of million dollars through that. Um, someone will ask questions. Oh, yeah. And I don't want to answer these questions. So if it's, if it's not legal, we can't do it. And that's um, something a lot of people don't really understand, right? Blockchain is, is a nice technology. And yes, it's, it's, you can't stop people from doing stuff. But if you are a legal entity and people know where you are, it can become a problem. And I don't want to deal with that problem. So um, finding, some, finding a partner um, who can deal with that is, is one of the top priorities. I guess a poker room that accepts crypto and US players is one of the closest things we're working on. But um, it's not as, as easy, right? It's not like, because a lot of people say, oh, just do it and then deal with the, with the outfall later. Um, that can become a big problem. And oh, I, I don't want to yeah. be in that situation. Yeah. Because then once you try to deal with it later, you're going to have everything. Well, they can really just take advantage of you at that point because you went through what everything that you went through and then say if they want to just change up the game and change up the rules to the game, they can really manipulate how things play out just with regulatory compliance and like taxes and everything that goes into that nature of just yeah. being compliant. Yeah. 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 I don't want to receive a letter that says you should come over. We, we have some charges pressed against you. Please. Yeah, that'd Could be you, terrible. Can you meet us in court? We're going to have a conversation about that. I don't want that. So, um, and that, that's, um, we have people in the States from the team. So that's a risk. So I, I can't be like, yeah, we're going to do this because it's, it's bringing in another 10,000 people. That would be nice. Right. So if you have an anonymous team and you, you're doing this with DeFi or just the usual crypto stuff, then yes, that's what a lot of people do, but, um, the risk is just too high. Tell us about the casino coin lobby. And the benefits so the of being in it. No. Sorry. Um, so the Casino Coin Lobby is an X app um, inside some. I think most people know what X apps are in case they don't know. X apps like, are like progressive web apps. So some is one of the most used wallets um, on the planet when it comes to XRP, where a token, some has token support. So rather than developing our own wallet, going through the hassle with um, approval from the app stores and dealing with companies like Apple and Google, which we have done in the past, and it's a real pain, we were like, let's, let's not um, spend too many resources on building a reliable and secure wallet, because that takes a lot of time. Um, let's build an X app where we can just plug into the core features like signing and um, yeah, basically sign, signing and, and managing um, your balance. Um, we built this lead, neat little app. Um, if you launch it, you will be prompted to do KYC if you're not onboarded already, uh, which means you have to um, provide a valid form of ID, could be driver license, passport, um, stuff like that. 
so we know who you are. Um, once you passed, you are greeted with a with a screen where all our partners are listed, like like a game lobby. That's what we call it, the casino con lobby. And then, depending on the level of integration with the operator, um, it it varies from one tap you signed up to you forwarded to the website. We're um, exchanging as much information as we agreed on with the operator. You do your sign up, and then you can deposit with Casino Coin and enjoy some games. So we also have a couple of. Um, can you hear the dog barking? No. No. Good. Um, so we also have a couple of uh, features like um, giving people the ability to limit their 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 spendings. Right. So you can you can set yourself a limit. Um, you can also ban yourself. Right. If you send us an email and be like, "Hey, I, I have to. I want to ban myself from from utilizing your products and your partners." You can just do this. We will then handle and make sure you can't sign up with these people again. Um, we are able to run promotions in inside the lobby and we're currently expanding the lobby with a couple of new features which have been published with the roadmap earlier this week. Um, one is NFT support. Um, there ha haven't been any details about this published, but technically we're going to utilize NFTs in the way they work like Xbox or PlayStation uh, Live achievements. Right? So you, 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 make, you take an NFT, you equip it to your account, so it's shown as an avatar in the lobby, and then you get some perks and benefits, which we can't disclose by now. Um, so the ability to view specific N NFTs is currently being added. Um, all the communication between the app and our backend and then to third parties um, that's being coded um, we're gonna issue I'll be careful how to frame that so there will be casino coin related NFTs Exciting. Um, but they won't be as like oh we're selling you a JPEG <laughs> it will be very different of course there will be a there will be a picture as well um but that's not how we how we're gonna sell it. So there will be. Um, I need to be very careful how to frame that from <laughs> from a legal point of view, and I don't want to give too too much information. Um, but you will get something, and in order to verify you're eligible, you will have to have the NFT attached to your account by the time you're doing any actions inside the lobby. So the NFT will basically uh, grant you access. Yeah, you could be like this is technically like a, um, a some sort of passport. Yeah, or like um, like a token to grant you access. So that's that's I think that's gotcha. the best way to put it. Um, and then we're working on um, player profiles, um, where we will allow people to share some statistics like um, your Xbox profile, right? Um, which will work to the, towards the public um, so we can then play around with leaderboards, stuff like that. Um, we're trying to figure to do as much as possible on the lobby level. So if, it, which all depends on how much data we're getting back from operators. Some operators giving us a lot of data, right? So um, 
so we, we can tailor this. Um, some operators don't give us any data at all. Um, we're trying to push these features on the highest level possible because then um, it's it's frictionless to get this into a casino. Yeah. Um, what a lot of people don't understand is even if you're dealing with a crypto casino, um, they're still having a lot of issues when it comes to customizing stuff on their end. Right? It's not like developers sitting on their fingers all the time and be like, oh, I'm bored, just give me new tasks. So if you want to have them to change specific stuff about the API or whatever, um, that's uh, time consuming on their end and also means costs. So um, we have several levels of integration. Like I said before, um, it's probably more exciting. And I think I said this before. Um, we're, we want to use, we want to utilize the, the some single sign on a lot, not only for, for signing in, but also for signing up. That means, uh, you press a button, uh, you get your some prompt, you sign, and now we're exchanging all necessary information between us and the operator. Um, there will be no confirmation email. Uh, you don't have to pick a username. You don't have to pick a password. Everything is handled in some. Um, and I think that's, um, that's one of the biggest advantages, um, we're working on at the moment. Uh, it's not a secret that's half available on Rock and Roller at the moment. You can sign in with some on Rock and Roller. Um, once we have that working fully fledged out, um, we can then showcase this to other operators and be like, look, your normal sign up process takes five minutes. If you're using this, it's 30 seconds, right? So it's yeah. like um, reducing the barrier of entry. We can now argue about, oh, how big is the barrier of entry to sign up with a, with a, with a website? Um, but um, people tend to have a very short attention span these days. Yeah. Right? So if it's like one tap, you're set to one tap, you're set. People will love that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the use case for it is huge. Like, <laughs> it's ridiculously huge. Yeah. I um, mean, people using Google single sign on all the time, right? So if I'm, if I'm presented with an option like, oh, I can pull this up, fill all the forms out, or I just use my, my Gmail account for that, then yeah, I'm, I'm using that one because yeah. yeah, it saves time. It's seamless. Um, and a lot of the time, um, I'm, I'm not at my main PC, right? So I can't use key pass or anything to, to save the passwords. I can't really do a, a safe password because I have to write it down somewhere. So then it ends up on my phone. So if I lose my phone, that's a problem. So, um, the single sign on is, is a, is a good thing. People love it. So. Yeah, absolutely. So now, obviously, oh. Yeah, no, go go for it. Go for it. We've already talked about the XRP junkies, and you've already mentioned that there's been other partnerships with games that you've already been worked on with the past and are looking to work with in the future. So how will integration with the metaverse work with these game projects that are building on the XRPL? Yeah, so like you said, um, we have a partnership. We have actually two other partnerships. Um, one of them is a bit stalling at the moment. The other one is in, in conversations. Um, and I can't really remember how we ended up with, with junkies. It just came in one of the calls 
we all were like, hey, why don't we do this? And then the question was like, well, how difficult is it to do? How much work is it? Um, but then we're like, um, there's an easy solution. Here's what you need to do. Um, here's one of our partners you can play with just to, to try things out. Um, build a proof of concept. Send us a short video so we're sure you can handle it. And I'm going to take it from there. And I think two days later, that was all sorted. Um, our goal is to bring high quality games into the metaverse. So um, if you take Decentraland, for example, um, they have like roulette and um, card games and stuff. So there is game logic running somewhere and then you have um, the visuals of a table, right? Um, some people might think that's entertaining. I'm not a huge fan of that. So I think the the closest enjoyable thing of, um, of it's not metaverse, but you know, GTA five has a big casino, which is yeah. actually quite good. Right. So the question to me is if you have the, the ability to, to use a casino in GTA five or Decentraland, why would you pick Decentraland? Right. Limited games, usually the, the, the easy ones like Hilo, um, dice, roulette, uh, blackjack, poker, easy stuff, right? Um, is that entertaining for a long time? I don't think so, but I could be wrong because a lot of people love dice games for whatever reason. Yeah. What we want to do is we want to bring high quality games from known suppliers into the metaverse. That means like your doghouse from Pragmatic as an example, right? So how this will work out and I'm not sure if someone's going to kill me if I say that, but the idea is, oh, there has been a video, there has been a video about this already. I think it's like, there is something that looks like a slot machine. I will be in trouble for telling this, but who cares? Um, <laughs> so there is something like a slot machine. You walk up, you're utilizing some, you're scanning a QR code, you're getting logged in. We assume you signed up already, right? You're logged in and then you get the ability to play your favorite games, you know, from decent suppliers while you're in the metaverse, right? So that's the idea. Um, I'm not a fan of, um, oh, we're going to develop our own games and then put them into the, into whatever metaverse, because I think that's usually shitty. Yeah. People tend to disagree, but, um, from a from a experience point of view, I think the approach we're having is way better. I agree. Right. Um, yeah. I can remember that you. I, I don't know where it was, and I'm using GTA as a reference again. I remember you can walk up to like pinball machines and stuff and play games inside the game, but that has a really good quality. Um, most metaverses aren't really high quality. So you can't expect a high quality slot game in a shitty metaverse. That's just not, not a thing. So I think the approach we're having here is way better. So the idea is if you, if we break it down to junkies, you are, um, meeting somewhere. I don't want to disclose where, and then you're having your virtual beer and like in a pub. And then one you're meeting of in your Rusty's friends, bar. Yeah. That's where you're meeting. 
you said that, so um, yeah, I mean, Rusty Spa. That, that's and, public information. That's, yeah. Good. I just need to. I mean, I, I can I can say whatever I want when it comes to my stuff, and sure. I'm just uh, maybe this changes, but yeah, Rusty Spa is obvious. Um, yes. So uh, the idea is you have your virtual beer, or you're you're chilling between whatever activities you just did, and yeah. one of you guys is of your friends is just playing, and. Uh, what we're taking or we're thinking about this is is working good because that's what's happening a lot when when we are somewhere right so when when, when we were in malta it's like one of you is playing three people standing around having a beer and waiting for some action to happen so you're having this this social interaction and someone's playing right so it gives that feeling um it's more interactive yeah so um, it's more entertaining because gambling yeah. should always be seen as a form of entertaining entertainment, not a form of making money. So um, yeah, that's then that's then technically it's it's a it's a product in a product, so a use case in a use case, right? And um, what we love to do is because um, that's a question we get a lot: is oh, why don't you do your own stuff? Uh, why are you not building your own games? We don't want to facilitate gambling. We just want to focus on one specific thing, and that's our payment solution. Here, a bunch of tools that are good for both sides, like the operator and and the customer. Um, and we're just connecting the dots. So I got five different solutions. How can we mix that up so it becomes one solution? So that's, that's why we're not. That's why we're not. Um, or our focus shifted a bit from. Um, our own metaverse to let's get into as many metaverses as possible. Right? It's like, yeah. that's, that's a way smart idea to, to a lot more exposure that way. Up. And it takes a lot yeah. less time to develop something of that nature whenever it's already being developed by a specific team. And their main focus is to develop the metaverse rather than say, if like you guys were to create your own, you're going to have to basically segment a whole nother team on developing this and that's a lot of time and money up front just to develop because i mean i've talked with the founders of junkies like jake and lawrence all the time and um i mean it just takes a lot of money to develop a game of that quality and especially time they've been working on that game for over a year now just with everything that goes into it with a team of a little under i think 10 people, but like just everything that they put into it has just came to show, but it, it it's not, it, it looks a lot easier than what it actually comes it out is. to be. Yeah. People always underestimate the effort um, you have to put in these things, right? It's like, oh yeah, that doesn't look like much work. Um, so game development is then it's another level, but it's always like, so everything that we do, for example, it's always like, oh, we need to talk to legal first. Yeah. This is what we want to do. This is what we want to say. This is what we want to put out. This is how people will access that. And then it's like, you're having an idea. It's just like having an idea and you're spending a grant just to fit, just to someone tell you, oh, you can't do this. And then you're like, but why can't I do this? And then they're like, oh yeah, if you want to have an explanation on why you can't do this, Please another grant. So um, the questions <laughs> or the conversations we're having all the time is like, oh, how can we do this from a tech point of view? How are we going to do this from a legal point of view? Right. And, and all this, because like I said before, no one wants to go to jail. 
right? It's like, it's, it's different. Um, you can run, um, a smart contract anonymous, anonymously on, on Ethereum or other blockchains and just do your stuff and push something out, right? And if you're flying under the radar, so you're not making like $10 million a day and no one's going to ask questions until someone starts to ask questions. And like I said, I don't want to be in jail, right? We have people or we have people from the team are living in the States. Um, this can become a problem. I would like to avoid that. And um, I don't think, um, I'm, I mean, I'm in crypto now for like 12 years. I think we're well over the point where you're like, yeah, let's see what happens, right? A lot of these old, old school dice sites have been sold, right? Like, um, like prime dice sites like that. They have been sold and resold. They're now licensed in some shape or form. Um, they're obeying the law. Um, if you want to see the real wild west, um, check dice sites in like 2013 or 2012, right? Where, where you could just literally could do whatever you want and people were stealing huge amounts of money, but you couldn't report this to anyone because no one was understanding what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. They just think it's sense. the black market. Yeah. Yeah. So just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do it. Right? Yeah. Especially if you don't want to go to jail. Which makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> now, speaking of regulatory stuff, how could... Yeah. Yeah. How how could the XRP lawsuit potentially affect you guys, if if at all, since you know you're not based in the US, but how could that potentially I don't know, potentially muddy the waters or might have to do something different, or does it just not matter? <laughs> it doesn't matter. So um you guys are from the US, right? Yes. Yep. So and um the difference between us as this group of three people at the moment is I don't care what the U S is doing in terms of regulation for crypto because they have no idea what they're doing anyways. And yes, um, like I said before, it's just 400 million people in the States. Yes. It's a big market. Yes. A lot of our community people like 40, around 40% are from the States. But if I'm looking for decent regulation in crypto, I'm not looking to the US. Let's be honest about that, right? And it's like I said, it's the same for gambling. It doesn't make any sense. I don't want to start a political conversation, but um, maybe that's because I'm from Europe. So I have a different point of view, but you can go to war and kill people and get killed when you're 18, but you can't order a beer when you're 18. <laughs> yeah, in it some, doesn't make sense states, at all. Right? How does this make sense? It doesn't. So why, why is this like, and then this argument of consumer protection, really? So here's its consumer protection when it's about putting a vending, a Pepsi Coke vending machine in a school, there's no protection. So, right. This is like, and this could be from, you could argue about this from different levels, but from an outside view, because I'm not living in the States, this stuff doesn't make any sense. So what will happen in any case, is uh, the lawsuit will come to an end. Ripple wins. Everyone is happy. We can move on. And I hope we hopefully don't see all this bullshit on Twitter anymore. Right? And then we're all happy. 
or Ripple loses, they're probably going to pay a fine and we all move on. So the question is, what do people expect? So I don't see this as a big deal. So, um, and that's not entirely clear to me what, what the SEC is trying to achieve, right? They're not going to shut Ripple down. Even if they do, who cares? The XRPL is still operating. Yep. So Ripple, yes, Ripple is developing a lot when it comes to the XRPL because they have an interest, right? They are technically the biggest entity utilizing the XRPL. So they're doing a lot of stuff. Um, if they vanish tomorrow, other people will step up on developing stuff, right? And that's, um, that's sadly something a lot of people in the XRPL community don't understand because the, the developer, the group of developers on the XRPL compared to like Ethereum, that's um, the proportions are different. Yeah. So you have um, you have a lot of developers, but it's mostly known people who are doing stuff because they have an interest and they want to push this forward. Um, while on Ethereum, you have probably millions of people doing stuff in a in a way faster way, and then stuff works and or stuff doesn't work. So it's it's a different mindset between the blockchains. Um, like, am I like um, the automated market maker? Everyone's talking about that. Am I excited for that? Honestly, not. Because, and I don't want to start that argument, but I can also see how this is horribly going wrong by people using techniques from other blockchains on the XRPL to just pull off the same scam just on the XRPL. Because people will fall for whatever. I mean, and then that's what's going to happen. Yeah. So, um, all I want is the, the lawsuit thingy to be over. So the rest of the world, right? Because we're pretty much clear on, on the, the status of, of XRP. We, we can all move on and we don't have to listen to this anymore because it's getting super annoying. Right. Agreed. So, um, and for us, we're, we're not, um, we're staying away from the U S market. Um, because lack of regulation for crypto, um, weird regulation when it comes to gambling. So I have two bad things to deal with. Um, so it is what it is. I just hope it's over. And then I hope the states come up with a decent regulation for gambling as well. And then, um, yeah, yeah hopefully um, we're making some progress when it comes to poker and crypto. Um, it's just a super lengthy process because everyone is afraid and no one wants to get in trouble. So this has to be um, dealt with in a, in a very solid form. Because I don't want to pay fines and I don't want to be summoned to a court in the US and then be like, yeah, or just like, I don't know, getting pulled out of a plane and be like, oh, thanks for coming over. By the way, here's a warrant or something like that. It's terrible. And I think it really just yeah. comes down to educating the uneducated in the legislation system. I mean, like, there's just so many people out there, like Gary Gensler, who just don't know really what they're talking about and are kind of like a puppet being played out, yeah. portraying this picture, just trying to please everybody. But at the end of the day, they're just ruining everybody's mood and ruining the future of this one of a kind technology. Well, yeah. well, G Gary knows what he's doing. Gary's well, a very smart guy. He is smart, but, so, but he's not acting like he's smart. 
Correct. Probably for financial reasons. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. That's the, yeah. Well, you never know because from, from the outside, it looks like it, it, it's probably not so smart, but you don't know. I mean, I would assume we don't know what's really going on. Right. And then this goes back into, yeah, the, it, like Eastgate and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Not nice, but uh, we, we can cry about this or we can just move on. So I'm, I'm not too worried about it. And like, I mean, uh, I think it's always a difficult question because it doesn't affect me because I'm not in the U.S. and my company isn't in the U.S. So to be honest, being blunt, who gives a fuck? Yeah, I wish I wasn't in the so, U.S. either. Ripple's gonna, yeah, Ripple's gonna pay a fine. <laughs> We're all gonna move on, right? Or they win. Um, and if they don't win, I mean, if I would be Ripple, I would have probably left the States already. Be like, I know. With this. Sorry, guys, do whatever you want. Um, just going into a country which has regulation that actually makes sense. Yeah. So that's, but that's just me, right? I understand that they don't want to leave, but yeah. Because they see the most so potential the way, there. That's the re big reason yeah, why probably. they don't want to leave. Yeah. Yeah, probably. But should, they could also go to London. So, um, so the UK, still a good market for financial stuff or come to Germany, Frankfurt also big hub um but i guess that the manpower and everything it's i mean it's easy to be like yeah i would have left the states right you, you can easily say that it's like if you have your, your most of your manpower is sitting in a specific country and it's an issue yeah so I, I don't know if we've gotten an answer for this but daniel you does casino coin ever plan on creating their own casino a real world casino or oh, like like a brick and mortar casino. Yes. If I well, if if we're ending up with making a fortune and having a lot of profit, then yeah, why not? Do Love I see that. this happening in, in in the next five years? I mean, it's always so the market could explode overnight, right? And then all of a sudden, we're sitting on hundred million dollar. Could happen, right? Happened before, so you never know. Um, would I technically look into all options on the table? Yes. Do I see this happening in the next six months? No. Right. Of course, um, having a physical casino in several locations around the world so you can exclusively gamble with CasinoCon. Yes, I would love to do that. But then there's a whole, the whole list of issues then that come up next. So, yeah. oh, so. The cash cage is dealing with, with, with your crypto stuff, but the machines can't support it. So now you have to go to a supplier. So the supplier will be like, yeah, that sounds nice, but we will have to change literally everything. Who's going to pay for that? And how, how do we going to get this tested? And how do we get this approved? And then it's multiple jurisdictions and, and all that stuff. So it, it becomes a nightmare again. What you could yeah. do easily, said this before, um, you go to a cash cage and they either have ticket in, ticket out systems, or they give you a player card. Um, you scan a QR code, you send your tokens, it's yeah. getting exchanged on the DEX in real time into a stable coin. Um, they're going to give you the voucher or load your card, and then you can go gamble. So the currency nomination on the machine doesn't matter. And on, on your way out, um, they just send your winnings back. 
right? So conversion again and then sending it back. That could happen. That's what um, I was thinking as well. Yeah. It seems the most so realistic. In an idea, yeah. And well, that, that's the fastest way, right? Yeah. Unless someone is, or you build, you could also be like, well, if you have that money, you could also build your own machine and you can build your own game spot. Then we're going back into building a good game. Isn't that easy? Yeah. Right. It's like, I mean, a lot of people, for example, love Book of Ra. I hate the game. It's, I think it's absolutely horrible, but who am I to judge, right? Because it's super successful. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but I would love to. So, um, it would be really cool if you own it. Yeah. If you own it, I mean, I had this conversation. I, I can't remember who that was, but one of the a guy from one of the tribes hit me up and was like, well, we can technically do whatever we want with some limitations. Um, we should have the conversation about this. And I was like, yeah, I'm all up for this. Right. So at least having the, the way of a ticket in, ticket out system or player cards, because that's easy to do because we're sitting on a POS system that can do that, which can be separated from existing infrastructure. All it needs to do is, um, some connections to your system, whatever for bookkeeping reasons, whatever, and being able to load the cards. We're ready for that. Um, but, because I can already see how some people of our community will freak out about this. Um, brick and mortar is not our highest focus at the moment because that's very hard and that requires a lot of work. If someone comes in and be like, I got everything, let us do it. Yeah, I will do it. Um, but especially in your current market conditions, we're just going for the lowest hanging fruit, right? To get this moving forward and, yeah. and staying relevant and developing keep stuff. The ball rolling. Yeah. Um, Yep. Yeah, because as everyone knows, I hate NFTs in their current form. I always have to add that. Um, but again, it's not it's not up to me. If people want it, then yeah, fine. Do as you please. I still think it's stupid, but who knows what the future will bring in terms of real ownership of stuff in connection to an NFT. You never know. To end things off, Daniel, well, I'd like to thank you for your time. But where do you see Casino Coin by the end of 2023? Um, technically, where I wanted to see Casino Coin by the end of 22, um, which unfortunately didn't happen the way we planned out. So more operators um, utilizing better on and off ramps. Um, thankfully, uh, Witzer is doing a lot in that area because we had someone we wanted to utilize, but they couldn't deliver it the way um, we wanted this to work. So better on and off ramping, um, more operators, hopefully something for US people. Um, like I said, that's that's one of the biggest items we're trying to solve. It's not that easy. So I hope we're going to make some progress uh, there. And um, a couple of more metaverse integrations would be nice. Um, yeah, a nicer lobby. That's something we're working on as, as well. So it's it's all focused on utility, uh, driving the product forward, offering more services to people. That's amazing. And I didn't say I didn't say more exchanges on purpose because uh, I think it's a dangerous time for yeah. exchanges at the moment. So uh, in case you're having your coins on an exchange, get them off. So no matter what, what not your keys, thing. not your crypto. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah, pick up pick up a ledger, pick up a decent, just something oh, something yeah, that the gets your, is nice. Ditch yeah. a ledger. Yes, I love Ditch my a ledger. 
Ah, oh, don't get a ledger because they're going to lose your data again and then they're going to get emails about because <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, right. I've been in a ledger hack, so I'm getting weird emails. I'm getting this Google Forms all the time where they tell me I've just won some Bitcoin. I just have to give them my seat. That's so, terrible. Oh, um, yeah. yeah I no, wouldn't, nothing major. Yeah. Even if you can't afford <laughs> a ledger major. or a decent, you could always just get the uh, the decent wallet on your phone. True. It's completely yeah. free, and it's pretty compliant with majority of the twenty thousand cryptocurrencies that are out there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Daniel, thanks again for your time. It's been a true honor. Yeah, I thanks can't for wait me. to see that everything they have to do with Casino Coin and just the future of everything. We appreciate you once again. And ladies and gentlemen, with Excited that being me, said, this has been the Alt Kings podcast, and we'll see you next episode. Peace. <laughs>